Welcome to the Who Is He podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Ferentino, and this podcast is all about learning how to grow in your relationship with God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So grab a snack, a cup of coffee, some water, and let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be back on here. And today's message is going to be about the Holy Spirit. This is probably going to be one of my favorite messages. Um, I've already prayed and I've asked the Lord to not let this be, you know, I I don't want to get in the way of this one. Um, I asked him to speak through me at this time. And so that we can deliver a message for you to better understand and get a better grip on who the Holy Spirit is. And, you know, we've already talked about, if you've been listening to my podcast, you already knew that this was going to be about Jesus, God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Trinity, the Godhead. And, um, you know, I myself never really understood um the relationship that we can have with the Holy Spirit until actually just pretty recently in my life. Um, And I think that happens a lot with believers. We, uh, a lot of, a lot of the times we're just not either equipped to teach more about having that relationship with the Holy Spirit and, or we're not, um, Sometimes it's not just that we are equipped. Sometimes it's just that we're not in the right place to have that teaching. And so there's others out there that can definitely help us all grow in in knowledge when it comes to who who the Holy Spirit is and and how he works through us and uh, who he is in us. And um, so we're going to get into a little bit about that today. Again, I already prayed about this. I said, Lord, I don't want to get in the way of this message. This is your message. I want you to speak through me and whatever comes out right now will be what you need to be said um, to you, to your children. So amen. All right. Um, So the first thing that I want to get into is I love this so much. So this was how it was broken down to me. Um, And it's so, so cool. I love like making little connections when it comes to God. So first of all, the Bible, the very first part of the Bible uh, was about God, right? And how he would communicate. And I'm going to make a separate podcast because that was the three main things that, you know, he wanted me to talk about after my testimony is who is Jesus? Who is God? Who is the Holy Ghost? Um, And so anyways, uh, so the beginning of the, of the word, you know, is a lot about God and how he would communicate and how he would work. And, um, a lot of the major, major events that took place, um, and how he did his miracles and all of that. Then Jesus came, his son came and, um, the middle part of the Bible is all about Jesus and his teachings and his miracles and, um, you know, just, just bringing that, bringing us back into awareness of, you know, don't get lost in religion. It's about having this relationship with the father and, you know, how to love um, our neighbor, how to love our enemies 
and you know all about serving and so we already talked about that in the the podcast about Jesus and so that was you know that's the middle part of the bible and then the end part of the bible is really um obviously his disciples were still living out Jesus's teachings and listening to his commands and that's what we are supposed to do today but a lot of the end of the bible is a lot about the holy spirit and it wasn't until Jesus left that the Holy Spirit came into play, um, really and truthfully. So, um, I mean, obviously he was there obviously since the very beginning, but you know, there was just more of, um, things that, you know, you can see in the Bible where it talks about the Holy Spirit and how he moves and we get a little bit more information there. So I think that's so cool, um, how that breaks it down into those three parts. And one of my favorite things is, um, when, you know, his disciples, Jesus's disciples were really sad, uh, to, to have him go, you know, they were really sad about, they just, I mean, think about it. They were with him for three years and I mean, can you imagine being with Jesus for three years all day, every day? Like, why would you, why would you not, why would you want him to leave? You know? And so I totally get it from a human perspective. It's like, no, why, where are you going? What are we going to do now? how are we going to do these things? And they already knew what they were capable of, but it's like, just that, you know, I like, and I've never witnessed this or, or I actually never even gone through this, but I think of like a child, you know, who has just like awesome parents and then it comes time for college. And it's like, I, I know what to do, but at the same time, I don't want to do it alone. Like, I just love you so much. Why do I have to, why do we have to part, you know? But what's so interesting is, um, you know, he promised the Holy, the Holy Spirit. And so he basically says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate. And that is really what the Holy Spirit is, is, is he is an advocate and it's not an it. Okay. It's not like, you know, there's Jesus or there's God and there's Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit is just like an it, like that just doesn't make any sense. It is a, he, it is part of God. Um, but that part of God, the Holy Spirit is what lives in us and works through us. And it's amazing. And so the rest goes on to say, uh, so, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. Oh, that's so deep. It's so amazing. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. So, uh, but that's, you know, basically what it is, is like, you know, he was telling them about the Holy Spirit and it's, he actually says at some point that it's better that he goes so that the advocate can come. Um, and he says right here, uh, and this is all by the way in, um, sorry, this is in James, uh, sorry, John 14. And so, um, right here, John 14, um, 25, 26, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, 
whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So I think that is so, so, so amazing. He's really pushing for that. Like, listen, there's an advocate coming and he will remind you of all the things that we've been doing, that I've been teaching you, that's been going on. So don't worry. And it's just so amazing because it's just amazing. I mean, to, to think that we have this, this advocate and an advocate is just another word for helper. Um, so it's just, it's awesome that, you know, the father will, will send him and, you know, he's, he's in us. Um, when we basically go through our, and we're all going to have, you know, our times of weakness, right? So we're going to, we're going to have times for weakness. We're going to have times of, you know, uh, troubles, obviously, but the spirit helps us in our weaknesses. And it actually says that in Romans eight twenty six. likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And this is for many of you who already have your prayer language, which is basically just speaking in tongues. You receive that when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, when you receive him. Now, don't get me, don't get me wrong. When you, re, when you accept Christ, yes, he comes and lives in you. But there are two different baptisms. There is one by water and there is one by the Holy Fire. And that basically is just, you know, getting baptized in the Holy Spirit. And when that, when he falls on you, you receive a prayer language. You receive your unique, special way of praying in tongues. And it's totally different from having the gift of tongues. And that's a whole nother message for another day. But we all have our individual, unique prayer language to the Father. And, you know, Paul actually says that he, he wished a lot of them would pray more in the Spirit than in their regular language because basically uh, there's, there's, you know, it says right here in Romans, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. We don't always know that. Sometimes we our flesh gets in the way and we have this selfish ambition to pray for what the things that we want, but we don't always know what God's will is. And that's the thing is when we get in these weak situations or these these troubled times and we're on our knees and we're praying, and it's not that those those type of uh answer or sorry, those type of prayers don't get answered because yes, they do. Yes, the Father hears us cry out, yes, he hears our desperate. Yes, he hears our every single word. That is not what I'm talking about. What I am saying is that sometimes when we don't know what to pray for, right? And I know that you can identify. I definitely can. There has been times for sure where I'm literally on my knees. I have said all that I can say. And I just, it's like, I need to say more. I need to pray for more, but sometimes I don't know what to pray for. What other words can I say than the ones that I've already said, right? So that is the whole point of what he's, of what Romans is saying in Romans. That's the whole point of what it's saying is we don't always know what to pray for. And sometimes a specific situation, maybe um, there could be a time where we haven't said any words because we don't even know what to even begin with. I've had those situations too. So when we pray in the spirit, it's the Holy Spirit moving and flowing through us. And it, he knows what, 
we need to pray for. And it happens in a way where we just, we trust that he, we trust him, right? And we open up our mouths and we, we just, we pray in the spirit. We pray in tongues. We pray in our unique prayer language to the father. And, and so many times that I've done that, which I do it a lot. So many times that I've done that, I just, I feel him more. I understand more. Sometimes I get a lot of my visions then, um, a lot of my understanding and answered prayer sometimes come very quickly when I do that. And so it's just a very intimate thing um, when that happens. So, um, and you know, a lot of the times too, um, we, when we aren't baptized in the Holy Spirit, it's harder to have I really truthfully believe that when you do become baptized in the Holy Spirit, you something shifts in you. And obviously that's the Holy Spirit. I have goosebumps right now because it is a major, it's a major shift. And it's like, you just, you, you really do feel him more. You feel him in a way where it's the supernatural type of, of understanding and feeling. And, um, and don't get me wrong. It's not always like that every single second of the day. Okay. Um, there are times where you're not gonna feel him. Okay. But, but with him just being in you and feeling, you know, or or, sorry, with him being in there and knowing that he's there and that you're baptized in the spirit, it is just, it's a totally different thing. Um, so even in Acts 2, uh, 238, and Peter said to them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So um, I think that there is a difference when, when we ask Christ to come into our hearts, right? Um, there is just, again, a supernatural difference between becoming saved getting baptized in water, getting baptized in the Holy Spirit, because you don't always um, become baptized in the Holy Spirit when you accept Christ, if that makes sense. And I definitely, definitely believe that because I know for a fact that that is how it was for me. So um, if you feel that you may, maybe you're unsure if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, I encourage you to um, maybe seek out a church, hopefully yours does, but if not, seek out a church where they definitely um, recognize that and uh, speak about that, teach about that, and and just, you know, just pray. Just pray, ask God, say, you know what, I'm really not sure if I am baptized in the Holy Spirit. You know, uh, can you can you help me with this? You know, put someone in my life that can help me with this or lead me to a church or a place where I can, um, you know, get baptized in the Holy Spirit, where I can have more of the understanding, um, because I definitely think that is a very, very, very important thing. So and then, you know, from there, you know, moving forward with everything, our, te- our bodies are temples. Okay. And I'm sure a lot of you know that at this point. Um, maybe some of you have never heard of that, but yes, our bodies are, are actually temples. First uh, Corinthians six nineteen says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. And so with that being said, you know, it makes me think about sin. It's like, you know, when we know things that we're not 
when we know that there are things that we could choose to do, why do them? You know, especially, I mean, our bodies are just, if they are actual temples, then we should take care of them. Yes. Meaning, and this is, this is my whole thing behind that. Okay. And yeah, I'm a very deep person. So this might be very deep, but if, if, I mean, if you are a temple, I just feel like, why would you not take care of the inside and the outside? right? I mean, wouldn't you over time pressure wash the building, right? So you're going to clean the building. Aren't you going to take care of the, of the landscape and you're going to have all these, you know, certain paint colors and, and flat and the certain colors of the flowers and everything is thought out. Everything is taken care of. Everything is, is maintained. So why would you not do that on the outside, you know? And then that's just the outside, the inside, why would you not um, vacuum every day, you know, sweep every day, wipe things down, you know, pick up trash. And it's so interesting because when you think of an actual building, like a temple of a building, like in that manner, and then you think about our bodies, how many of us are, you know, and I'm just going to go ahead and say this, okay? How many of us are smoking? How many of us are, are eating junk all day, every day? How many of us are drinking until our liver is crying out? So why? Why would you, why? This is your, not just, not only do you have one body for your whole life, but when you think of it as a spiritual type of thing, okay, let's get into that because you're not just, like I said, I mean, it even says it right there. You are not your own. Yes, you see yourself, you feel yourself, that is the flesh, that is your physical body, but you are not just physical. You are not just your physical flesh self. You have a spirit, you have a soul. Your soul is the will, emotions, and thoughts. Okay, so there are three parts of you, pretty much. And why would you not take care of it? And for me, it goes deep, okay? Because we already talked about the physical part, right? We talked about on the outside, on the inside, what we put in our bodies and everything like that. But what about what about our other diets, okay? What about our soul, the things that we feed our mind, okay? So the things that we listen to, are you, are you, you know, what, what kind of music are you listening to? What kind of friends are constantly putting things in your head? You know, are you around people who are lying all the time or, you know, up to no good all the time? What are you feeding yourself? What are you listening to constantly? Okay, because your ears, that those are gates. Those are your ear gates. Okay, and we can get into that another in another podcast, but trust me, you don't want to open up doors. Okay. Let's not, let's not open up doors because you can definitely open up doors to the demonic realm with these gates. Okay. So you do have ear gates, you have eye gates. So what are you feeding? This is also still your mind. What are you watching? Are you watching, um, you know, uh, just mindless television about other gods, right? Isn't that, I mean, and, and you're over here like, oh, well, I, I don't, it's like, I mean, I'm not bowing down to other idols. I don't have other statues, but you're 
willfully with a bowl of popcorn watching things about other gods, right? And and this is for me too. I'm talking to myself too. Okay, I've had to check myself a lot. But why would you disrespect the one in you? He doesn't want to watch that. Why would you disrespect him? And these are just the small choices where and a lot of people are probably going to get mad or a lot of people are going to, you know, downplay it like, oh, it's not that serious. Why? What makes you think it's not that serious? So these little compromises, these little choices that we make, they are they are a part of a compound effect. And, and a compound effect, it just, you know, it adds up. So if you put a penny in a jar every day for a year, you do the math. You know, it's going to grow. Okay. And it's the same thing with what we feed ourselves, not just physically with food, but you know, what we listen to, what we watch, what we see, you know, all these things are, and, and, and again, your eyes are gates. So you can open up doors to the demonic realm. You know, if you're watching witchcraft movies and demonic movies that are just, you know, why, why would you do that? Is, is, is an hour worth you know, of entertainment, mindless entertainment, is that worth a whole thing that can last a lifetime? I really, 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 really suggest that you reconsider. Really think about this. You know, and this, this, I'm, I'm not, you know, exempt from any of this either. I make choices as well. And it's not about being perfect. We're not going to be perfect. It's not about that. It's about striving to, um, really take care of our temple, right? Because that's what we're talking about. It's really about striving to take care of that temple. It's about living in righteousness. It's about living in holiness. And a lot of times, a lot of the stuff sounds like, you know, oh, come on, it's not that serious, right? It always gets downplayed, especially in today's day and age. It really does. But I really, really urge you to reconsider. Pray about it. Think about it. Stay in the word and read and you will see and you will find, right? You will seek and find. You will see in the word that it just, there's there. so many things lead up to um, conviction for me as far as, you know, watching and, and listening to certain things. And it's like, these are all certain diets, you know, uh, that really can affect your soul, your will, your emotion, and your thought. And so finally, the spirit, it's like, you know, are you spending your time worrying all the time? Because worrying can seriously dry up the bones. It is not good for your physical body or your mental or your spirit. It's not. It can, it can crush a spirit is what the Bible says. And, um, you know, so, and all these things are linked So think about it. If you're watching scary movies, you know, all the time, or you're watching depressing movies all the time, why would you not be more, um, susceptible to worrying? You know what I'm saying? Because it's just, I mean, if you're going to eat a bag, a big bag of Doritos and a hot dog every day, are you not going to gain weight? Yeah. So, if you're watching something or I'm sorry, yeah, listening or watching something negative every day, are you not going to gain negative weight? Do you see where I'm going here? It's the same thing. It really, really is. Um, so again, I just encourage you to, 
you know, if you haven't ever thought about that, maybe just start praying about it, you know? Um, in Isaiah 11 two, it says in the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Acts 1 eight, but you'll receive power when the Holy spirit has come upon you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria into the end of the earth. So when we receive, when he is coming, when he's on us, there is an anointing that follows. Okay. And, and depending on whatever he has called you to do, that anointing with the Holy Spirit, he, we are just the vessel, which is another major reason why we need to take care of our temple, because we are just a vessel for him. And the more holy and the more clean and the more righteous we are, the farther he can use us, the more he can use us. Why would you not want to be used by him? Oh my gosh, it's an honor. It is an honor to be used by him. But if we are filling ourselves with negativity and and earthly carnal things, how can we be asked, how can we work for him? How can we move for him? How can we, if we are filled with this junk, spiritually, mentally, and physically, how in the world can he, does it, how in the world does he have enough room to move through us for others? That anointing comes, it goes far. And it doesn't mean that you absolutely cannot have that happen. You can. I'm just saying that there are, there are spiritual laws and regulations set in place. Okay. And when you are filling yourself more with junk and carnal, uh, activity and thoughts and things and potentially gaining demonic demons, basically, because you're opening up these demonic doors all the time. How can you hear him very well? How? He's pushed way, 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 way down there. So clear that stuff out so that you can hear him loud and clear so that you can feel him more, you know, on where to go, on what to do, who to speak to. He will guide your every move. That is really the advocate that we're talking about here. He is your helper. Call on the spirit. Call on him when you need a miracle when you need things to move, when you need answers, call on the spirit because he is our advocate. And, and again, you know, just really move out of the way so that he can do a work through you. Um, man, he's just, he's so awesome. He really is. Luke eleven thirteen. If you then who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Do you, I'm going to read this again. Okay. This, this, this is so good. Luke eleven thirteen. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Do you see that this is a big deal? We are to ask the Father for the Holy Spirit. 
oh, I've got goosebumps again. This is so good. It just is so, I mean, when we have the Holy Spirit, things happen. Things happen. That power comes and it's not your power. It's him. It is his power. But why would you not want to help? Like, why would you not want to help those around you with his power? Why would you not want to move in his power? Why would you not want the anointing? Why would you not want that wisdom and that knowledge that comes immediately when the Holy Spirit falls on you? Oh, it's so good. It is so, so, so good. Man. Uh, 2 Corinthians 3.17, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Man, there's freedom. Demons leave in Jesus's name, but it's the Holy Spirit that comes and moves in us and through us that can snuff them out and cast them out in Jesus name. People become free when the Holy Spirit comes. Okay, miracles, again, they can happen. They can flow. And we can pray for those. And we can see those miracles happen. We can pray for those who need healing. Things happen when the Spirit is there. Things happen. Okay, I, I've, I've, been, to, I've been around um, believers. I've been in churches that are not Holy Spirit-filled and I'm not trying to, to get anyone to be butthurt right now. I'm really, really not. But I'm just being honest that I, you th- there is a huge, huge difference. There really is. When you walk into a place where the Holy Spirit 100,000% lives and breathes and everyone around there is just Holy Spirit filled, you feel the presence of God. You feel the anointing in the area. And why would not demons be delivered? I'm sorry, why would people not be delivered of demons? Why would people not get their healing? Why would people not have miracles happen? Why would people not receive word? And why would they not receive the Holy Spirit? He's everywhere. So I, oh, I encourage you, please find a place where you can feel that. Um, let's see here. Let's read another one. John 16, 12 through 15. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things are that the things that are to come. He will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the father has is mine. Therefore, I say that he will take what is mine and declare it for you. Oh, it's so good. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. I hope, what I hope is that you guys are feeling the Holy Spirit right now because it is so, so good. It is so good. And we can move mountains with our faith and 
And when we have the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, you will see your faith grow. You will feel your faith grow because he empowers you to do these things. All right, I'm going to give you a little bit more scripture and then I'm going to pray for you guys and we're going to end it a little bit earlier today. Uh, Acts 4.31, and when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. How amazing is that? Acts 2.4, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit has or gave them utterance. So that's what I was saying earlier about your unique prayer language. When he falls on you, you receive that power of the Holy Spirit and you will naturally speak in your individual prayer language that is speaking in tongues. Um, all right, guys. So I hope that you, uh, were able to receive something about the Holy Spirit today. Call on him. He is your helper. He is your advocate. Pray in the spirit, go somewhere. So somebody can, Make sure that they're, they're, you know, a sound Christian who knows their stuff and who, who is good to, um, uh, you know, someone who understands the full gospel, but, but I encourage you to be baptized in the Holy spirit because, um, we need him. We need him for so many things and he is amazing. All right. Dear heavenly father, thank you so much for allowing me to have this podcast for me to speak your word. Father, I pray right now that every single person listening to this podcast will receive the Holy Spirit. I pray that you fall on them right now and touch them, Father. Father, if they did not hear you or feel you uh, in the whole beginning of the podcast, I pray that they do right now in the name of Jesus, right now that they would just feel your presence, whether it's in the car, in their home, uh, maybe they're washing dishes, whatever the case may be, Father, I pray right now that they would feel the touch of your Holy Spirit. Father, I pray and I encourage um, others that they can just go uh, to anywhere that you would lead them, Father, so that they can receive your Holy Spirit, so that they can be baptized with the Holy Spirit, and so that they can receive their individual unique prayer language, Father. Allow them to, to have this so that they can speak to you and pray to you in the Spirit, Father. Father, I pray that you would just rest on them right now. Fill their homes, fill their cars, fill their closets, their bathrooms, their kitchens, wherever they are, Father. I pray that you would move into wherever they they are and fall on them right now in Jesus name. Father, if they need healing, I pray that they receive healing, Father, in their bodies. If they need healing in their minds, Father, I pray that you that they receive uh healing in their minds, Father. I pray that they're able to to hear and to uh to grow. You know what? I pray, Father, that they are able to distinguish and grow the voice of your holy spirit. I pray that they make room for your Holy Spirit. I pray that every single thing that you have said through me today in this message, I pray that it hits them, Father. I pray that it planted a seed and I pray that you put on their hearts and in their minds the things that they need to clear out of their life, whether it's on the television, on the radio, their friends, whatever it is, Father, speak to them now in Jesus' name. Move it out of their life so that they can 
receive you, Father, so that they can hear your Holy Spirit, so they can feel you move, so that they can uh, begin to to walk it out, so that they can hear you so much to where it is not uh, a question uh, whether or not you are speaking to them with whatever it is that they that you need them to do, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for blessing this podcast. I pray that you bless every single person listening to this, Father, and I just pray that they learn to seek out um, your advocate that you have given to us, Father. We love you and we praise you and we honor you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys, I will be having another podcast next week. We are going to cover God the Father. And then from there, I'm going to do a lot more interviews with people. Um, I want to have a lot of testimonies on here. I will always, you will always hear me say, if you know, you have a story, everyone's got a story. And I will always encourage you to share your story all the time. Never stop because it's what connects us. And you know what? Your story, your testimony is special because it can touch one person that can relate to your specific story. And I really believe that, you know what, you might not reach them all, you might not be assigned to every single person, but if it can reach one person, that is what matters. So never stop sharing your stories. I'm going to have a lot of people on here sharing their testimonies and the amazing things that God has done for them. Um, And yeah, I just pray that this has blessed you. Um, And you know what? Share this podcast on your your platforms. If you've got Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, whatever it is, it would really help me. But also the main thing is it's really just getting the gospel out there. So I pray that this this has blessed you and I appreciate you guys. And I will be back on next week.